Welcome to Equipus Church, Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Hannah Hooker. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. He's such a good God, eh? I kind of like, I kind of feel, I'm not going to make you do another praise song. Don't worry, your hearts can have a wee rest. Don't panic. Um, but I do feel like God's just not quite finished. Um, and I mean, it would be normal for me to like jump up here and then, yeah, let's get into the Word. Um, but I feel like God's not quite finished. Um, and as I was sitting on the front row, Genesis 1 popped into my head. Um, I was hoping my iPad would be here, but it's not. And my daughter lost my Bible this morning. Oh, no. But it says that um, <laughs> basically, okay, it's Hannah paraphrase, that in the beginning, that's right, in the beginning, all right, the world was void, it was formless, it was dark, it was nothing, and the Spirit of God was hovering. He was hovering. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And I feel like tonight the Spirit of God is hovering. I feel like the music team's like, it's tried to get us there. You know, come on, we can do it, church. But I feel like the Spirit of God is hovering, and God says, let there be light. And whatever is dark, whatever is void, whatever needs healing or restoration, the Spirit of God is hovering. All you've got to do is say, God, help. All you've got to say is, Spirit of God, would you fall in this place? Mighty God, right now. Right now. Come and have your way. We acknowledge your presence, that you are hovering, that you are waiting for hungry hearts to say, here we are. You know, let's not be complacent or comfortable with this space. The Spirit of God is hovering. And I'm gonna push because I've got the microphone. But the Spirit of God is hovering. So all over this place, if you need a little bit of breakthrough, if you need a bit of life, if you need a bit of light, I just want you to raise your hands and just say, man, God, come on, would you pour it out? And Holy Spirit all over this place, we declare that the Lord says, let there be light, Holy God. And we declare right now, your Spirit will come. It will fall afresh on hearts. It will fall afresh on lives. It will fall afresh on situations, Lord. We tap into your spirit, God. We tap into your presence, Lord. And we just say, thank you. Now just breathe it in. I know that's like a weird concept, but man, Holy Spirit, He's here. We just take a minute and we acknowledge your nearness. We can trust you. You are faithful. You are able. You are a miracle working God. Lord, breathe hope. Breathe life, breathe light. We love you, mighty God. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You can sit down now. <laughs> Give the team a hand. Thank you, team. You were great. I still, um, I'm still. I'm excited, what's new, but um, I'm still quite excited because I still don't really think God's finished, so I'm excited about what He's going to achieve this evening. How are you all? It's very bright in here. I can't really see you, but I'm assuming you're all looking great and you've all got smiles on your face and you're all very happy to be here. Yeah, great. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I, was, um, I was in a 4.30 meeting. We have a 4.30 meeting just to make sure that logistically we, we're all on the same page. That's really helpful. Um, and, and someone just said that let's not become complacent with this space. 
And let's not come, become complacent with the songs we sing or the spaces we're in. And I just think tonight, God, I love God and He always wants to do something. But man, if you're ready and you're hungry and you're open, I reckon God's going to do something significant this evening. Um, so please be with me, you know, join in for the ride. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, so if you don't know who I am, hello, my name is Hannah Hooker. Um, I am married to Aaron Hooker. We have two daughters called Kennedy and Emerson. Um, we moved to Dunedin one and a half years ago on what we believe was a word from God. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a lover of Jesus, I'm a lover of people, and I'm a lover of His house. Um, and Sunday is actually my favorite day of the week, so you've caught me in the best mood because it's Sunday. Um, which is good. But hey, as I was praying and uh, percolating over what God wanted to say today, um, I recently have moved house. Like, God's so good, right? So I love a view. Who loves a view? I love a view. A view makes me happy, right? But as I was standing in my new house, looking over the city of Dunedin, because that's what I get to do now from my bedroom, um, I just felt the whisper of God say, just would you awaken my saints? And I was like, saints is a very old-fashioned word, saints, but would you awaken my people? Would you awaken my saints? Um, and I know that I've just come from a conference called Right Now, but I still reckon the word is in season. Um, and the time is now to awaken. It's time to apprehend all that God has for us. I heard him say, strengthen your feeble and shaky knees. Take a new grip. The time is now. Would you wake up? Where we've been slumbering due to seasons, fear, disappointment, or even it's just like been a wee bit hard, or we haven't even known really where to start. The time is now to wake up. I felt the urgency of heaven to awaken and to move by faith. Like I felt like an urgency in my spirit that, oh man, like we've got to go. You know, like we've got to go. I had surgery about... Um, I'm going to say two and a half years ago, and I had a general anesthetic. Anyone ever had a general anesthetic? Those things are like awful. Anyway, so I don't really remember counting backwards. I think I got to about two when I was fast asleep. That's fine. Um, but I do remember waking up, and I remember waking up thinking, where the heck am I? Like, and my brain felt foggy, and I just was like, what is going on? But I woke up with an urgency, A, to find my husband and my children, because I'm like, where are they? Where's my husband? Where's my children? But B, I felt a sudden urgency to be aware of my surroundings, to be aware of where I was, and then like to move. I didn't want to be stuck in the bed. I couldn't move because I was like under general anesthetic, but I felt this urgency to move, and I felt an urgency to get up and get moving. And I feel like tonight that maybe some of us have been fast asleep. We've been put to sleep by seasons, by circumstances. We have even just been enjoying the pastures of life, having a great time. Um, which also is not a bad thing, but tonight I want to say it's time to act by faith. It is time to arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is upon you and the time is now. Um, so as I said, my husband and I and my two children moved to Dunedin a year and a half ago, um, which has been the best move ever. Um, if you don't love Dunedin, you just need a new appreciation for your city. It's a great place to live. Um, and it's not that cold, okay? Like, I know it's cold, but everywhere's cold, okay? So, yeah, just buy a warm jacket and you'll be fine. Um, but as I was walking down George Street on one of my first, my first walks around Dunedin City, um, I felt God drop into my spirit Isaiah 60. Um, as both a charge and a promise. Um, and tonight I'm going to read a bits of it. I've cut, cut and pasted it because I don't need to read the whole thing. Um, but I just want to read some to you. So are you ready? It says, Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. 
Put your face in the sunlight. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is upon you. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sunk in deep darkness, but God rises on you. His glory breaks over you. Nations will come to your light. Kings to your sunburst brightness. Look up and look around. I'll give you the best. No more hand-me-down. Gold instead of bronze, silver instead of iron, bronze instead of wood, iron instead of stones. I'll install peace to run your country and make righteousness your boss. There'll be no more stories of crime in your land, no more robberies, no more vandalism. You'll name your main street Salvation Way, not George Street, and install park praise in the center of town. You'll have no more need of the sun by day nor the brightness of the moon at night. God will be your eternal light. Your God will bathe you in splendor. Your sun will never go down. Your moon will never fade. I will be your eternal light. Your days of grieving are over. All your people will live right and well in permanent possession of the land. They're the green shoots that I planted, planted with my own hands to display my glory. The runt will become a great tribe, the weakling a strong nation. I am God. At the right time, I will make this happen. Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up and put your face in the sunlight. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is upon you. I want to boldly declare tonight that the time to enter this promise is now. Not next year, not next week, not when you're 40, not when you're 50, now. The glory of the Lord is upon us. We're the ones we've been looking for. You know, you're like, right, okay, who's going to do this? You are. Oh, who's going to, you are, you are the one you are looking for. You are the solution. And I want to charge you tonight, slumber no more. Wake up. It is time to act by faith. I want to instill some grit and tenacity in you tonight. Do you guys know what that word is? Tenacity. Someone just said around day, oh, you're so tenacious. I had a dictionary.com it. Anyone, who, yeah. Did you have to or you know what it means? Yeah, I had to dictionary.com because I didn't know what tenacious means. Um, another word someone described it to me was, it's like you've got a little bit of mongrel, you know? A little bit of like, you've got a little bit of grit. You've got a bit of tenacity. You've got a bit, get knocked down, I'm going to get back up again. And I feel like tonight I want to instill some of this into you. You know, Pastor Will has mentioned a few times this year, can't remember if it's pre-meeting or team nights, I'm not sure, but it goes something like this. If Equippers wasn't here, would the community or the city of Dunedin miss us? And this has been a catalyst for my thinking. And as I was at Shout last week, which can I say you need to go, okay? Like it's lots of people and I'm an introvert, but man, what God did in my heart last week, I felt him stoke the fire, hence why I'm yelling really loudly. Um, stoke the fire, breathe again into like a dry wasteland. I felt him refresh my faith and my belief, but also the urgency of heaven to move. You know, and this thought of, man, if we disappeared tomorrow, would Dunedin miss us? Has been a catalyst for my thinking. And okay, God, what can we do? And the promise is there to be apprehended by faith. It requires action. It requires movement. It requires discipline. It requires us to activate our faith. It requires by faith, and the time is now. I'm going to pray. Is that okay? Give you all a rest. Holy God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, that we are your saints, that you are a good God, you are faithful, and you're calling us to rise, Lord. Father, I pray that as I speak tonight, your word would go out, it would not return void. I declare you would stir hearts, you would awaken us, Lord, where we've been disappointed or slumbering, Lord, that would be no more. And God, I thank you for this incredible church, these wonderful people, um, and I thank you for what you want to achieve tonight. Have your way, it is all about you, always have 
has been and always will be. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a lot of talking, eh? It's good. Need a breather. No. Um, so I'm going to read another scripture, Hebrews 11. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read bits of it, if that's okay. Because um, I feel as I was talking to God about this, He led me to Hebrews 11. And I just, I guess tonight, I want to A, install some grit and tenacity, and B, I want to call us to be people who act by faith on a regular basis. Like, I reckon there's a city that needs Jesus, and we play a significant part. And like, I, yeah, yeah, anyway. But anyway, it says, by faith, Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Is that okay? You can read it in your own time, Hebrews 11. Um, and then it was by faith that Noah built a large boat. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. It was by faith, by faith again and again and again. Like all these people did miraculous things, partner with God by faith. I often think about Noah's one of my favorite stories. I just think it's a wee bit mad. Like, and I imagine Noah, okay, sitting on the porch having a cup of tea. And then God says, man, I want you to build like a really big boat. And I, Noah would be like, really? Like, there's no rain. The land's really dry. You, you want to give me any evidence that it's going to rain anytime soon? And God just replies, look, would you just obey me? Build a boat. Ah, yeah. oh, but you know, like, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? By faith, will you just build a boat? All right, okay, like don't ever try to argue with God, okay? Because you just you can try all you like, but you're not going to win. And so then Noah just starts building this, this massive boat. He's mocked, people laugh at him like it's crazy. But by faith, he steps out and he sees a miracle for himself, for his family. And I just think, man, that's pretty amazing, by faith. What is God challenging you by faith? What's a little bit crazy? What's he stirring in you? By faith, by faith, by faith. It's time to wake up to get out of bed and turn our faces towards the glory of God and by faith begin to move. The time is now by faith. I've got some really simple keys on like how I think we can do this. Um, and that's great because keys are great. But I also am really believing and I've been praying all week that God would impart something in you supernaturally, that you will not leave this place the same, that I will not leave this place the same. I'm already undone in worship and I'm like, okay, God, yeah, you're bigger than I realized, you know, all of that. But my, that's my prayer. So yes, take tips, but yes, keep your heart open. And yes, keep your spirit hungry. All right. So my first point is go to God. Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, get out of bed. This is the message version. I love it. I love the brutality of it. Just get out of bed. Wake up and put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen on you. So get out of bed. Look into the sun. Go to God and say, okay, God, what is it? What is it you would have me do? I am utterly convinced that God talks to every single one of us. He doesn't reserve it for his favorites like me. He talks to every single one of us. I like to think I'm God's favorite. You can think you're his favorite too, it's fine. The Bible says he doesn't have favorites, but still me and him are pretty good friends. You know, are we hungry to hear him? Are we hungry to know him, to commune with him? He is talking, he's got breakthrough, he's got promises, he's got victories. Will we get out of bed? Will we turn our face towards him and say, okay, God, what is it? What is it you would have me do? 
You know, I didn't move to Dunedin to come down here to just play church nicely. Like, I love it, and that's great. But I came down here to see things shift. You know, God burdened my heart with this city to see things shift. And God gave me some pretty clear ideas of what I needed to do, and I've been a bit lazy. Anyone else get lazy? Oh, you? Look at you all super holy people. Okay, I get lazy. I turn my face to God, and I say, okay, God, what is it? And I say, this is what I want you to do. Oh, yeah, great, that's good. And then, like, I forget about it. And I'm, another week passes, and another week passes, and another week passes, and the question or the order or the promise is still there, and I've not done anything. Not because I'm naughty, not because I'm a bad Christian, but because I forget, you know? And so then I go to God and say, okay, God, I didn't come down here just to twiddle my thumbs. What is it? He says the same thing. Oh, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do that. Another week passes, and it's nothing, because I haven't done anything. But I've gone to God and I said, okay, God, what am I going to do? And I was, I was moved house, praise the Lord. And I had my head above the clouds and looking at my view. And I was having like a bit of a whinge to God. Like, oh, I was going to do this. And this is what I was believing for. And, 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 and God just said, man, would you change your perspective? Would you clean your ears out? Would you look to me? Would you elevate your view? Would you see that I'm talking, that I'm breathing, that I'm speaking? Like, I've told you what to do. Just do it. <sighs> Okay, proud to say I've started the process, praise the Lord, you know. Um, but I was doing really well. I was having a great time. But I suddenly realized I'd let the noise of life, of comparison, of frustration, of all the stuff cloud what God had asked of me. And I just was drinking way too much coffee and having a pity party. Anyone else out there do that ever? I'm filled with like super holy Christians. So great. But as I sat outside that day and drank my coffee again, I turned my face to the sun, and I said, all right, God, here I am. What is it that you would have me do? And I'm serious this time. I don't want another year and a half to pass, and I've still done well in church and served hard and all that, but I haven't seen any, not even a glimpse of the promise. And God says, okay, you've come to me. This is it. And I'm like, okay, all right, I can do that by faith. I can make a decision to move. By faith, I'm going to action it. By faith, I'm going to dip my toe in and I'm going to see what you can do. By faith, I'm just going to try. And if I fail, well, I'll fail with friends. You know, can I just say church is a great place to fail because we're all just human, all right? But can we go to God this week and say, okay, God, would you wake me up? Where have I forgotten? Where's my, where have I been clouded? Where have I compared, oh, this person's doing, oh, what am I doing? Or what is it you would have me do? Can you burden my heart? Can you stir me up? Can you stoke the fire? I want to hear you. I want to see. And then by faith, I come to you. And by faith, I say, okay, God, what would it be? Secondly, just do something. <laughs> just one step. It doesn't have to be the whole thing, but move. You know, I've sat on this promise or this vision or this dream for a year and a half, and I was talking to God again as I was sitting in the sun having a nice coffee, and God's like, just would you just move? You don't have to eat the whole pie, because it just looked too big, and the task was too large. I didn't know where to start, and God just said, man, just one bite at a time. The Bible says, get out of bed, step one. Turn your face to the sun, step two. Like it's easy, one step at a time. Like I love the woman with the issue of blood in, in Luke verse eight, like just one thing. If I can touch his hem, she's not like, okay, if I can do X, Y, Z, if I can just touch his hem, I will receive what I need to receive. One thing, one step, one thing. You know, this thing that I believe God had pressed on my heart, 
I'd been avo avoiding it because it the pie looked way too big. And I just thought, I can't do that. It's out of my depth. And I, actually, my mum, who she's been like, what's happening? What's happening? And she presses me, which was really great. But I sat down and I just said, okay, God, here, I wrote it on a big piece of paper. And I was like, what chunk of the pie can I start with? I can start with admin. Who likes admin? Bless, bless you two. Bless you three. Bless you four. Who's good at admin? Oh, bless you all. I'm terrible. But anyway, I'm going to start with the admin, and I'm going to take one step. And then after that bit, I'm going to do a little bit more admin, two steps. And I'm going to begin to eat the pie bit by bit by bit because I don't want to be slumbering and a whole nother year and a half pass by and I haven't stepped out and impacted my world and what I believe God's asking me for because I've just been snoozing. Bit by bit. You know, God also impressed in my heart. Honestly, you've got to just get above. Go to a mountain and have like a look at the view. I reckon God, God speaks when you can get above, Right? And so as I was above looking out the city, I just felt God say to me, right, I just want you to pray. I'm like, I pray all the time. God, I pray in the car. He's like, no, I want you to set aside time, and I want you to pray. This is the one thing I want you to do. I want you to pray on a Thursday night after work. It's one thing. Now I have a choice. Oh, God, I work like 10 hours on a Thursday, and then I want to go home, and I want to go to bed. But I hear the call of God say, would you wake up? Would you call to action? Would you by faith step out? So on Thursdays after work, I pray. I pray strategically. I pray calculated. I pray for my city. I pray for people. I pray for my workplace. I set aside a time and I do one thing. And that one thing is pray. When we moved to Dunedin, I don't know if you've ever had to move from like one island to the next island. Like it's actually quite a large task, just so you know. And I was looking at the pie, and I just was like, I don't know, I, that pie's like a wee bit too large. I don't know if I can do it. Now, in my nature, sometimes when things look too hard, I just avoid it. Anyone else do that? Okay. Honestly, you, I need, you all need to write a book and share with me how you do all of this, all right? Because sometimes when things look too hard for me, I just don't do it. I avoid it. But if I'd avoided the pie of moving to Dunedin, I'd still be in the North Island and not in the middle of what I believe God wants to do. But it was one thing. He said, write it down. I booked the movie, one thing. I went and sought counsel, two things. Bit by bit, just do something by faith. I want to appeal to you to do something. As you've gone to God this week and he's whispered to you, what's the next step? The one step. Not the whole pie, you get indigestion if you eat the whole pie, okay? Just one little bit of your pie, what is it? We don't have to save the whole world, but maybe we just need to start by actually committing to praying for one person by faith. We don't need to turn our entire workplace around immediately. Maybe we just need to start by choosing joy every day by faith. We don't need to save our entire lecture theatres and our entire schools in one day, but maybe we just need to start an initiative that will then gain momentum by faith. Maybe we, can <laughs> we can't shift our bad attitude and our bad behaviours in one moment, although I do believe God can do that, but maybe we could start therapy tomorrow and start walking towards freedom. It's one thing, one step. Maybe we can't see Dunedin changed overnight but maybe we can start something. Maybe we can do something as we arise and we shine and we get out of bed and we turn our face to the sun and say, okay, God, what is it you would have me do? 
what's your next move? And I really felt the Holy Spirit on this, and it's really funny because I can't play chess. I have no idea, all right? But I feel like God said it's like a game of chess. What's it going to take to get the enemy into checkmate in your territory, right? What's it going to take? Knowing very well that the victory is yours, okay? The enemy knows that, and it's a chess game. What's your next move to inch one step closer to seeing the victory of God in your land, in your world? We can be strategic. We can be planned. We can have a calculated battle plan, but we can't just sit around and hope for the best. You know, hope is very, very, very powerful. But what's your next step? Wake up, get out of bed, Turn your face to the sun, for the glory of the Lord is upon you. So first this week, we're going to go to God and say, okay, God, what is it? Then we're going to do one thing. One thing. What is the one thing that you can do? Three, we're going to keep moving. Once we start, don't stop. I was, um, I was watching, looked up Nemo, you know, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And I felt God say, man, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> you know, like, don't stop. You start. So I've started my admin, and the pile's like, so basically I want to start a holiday program and reach all the families and children of Dunedin. I want to share the hope of God to the community around me. The paperwork's like this. I hate admin, but I'm going to just keep swimming, just keep swimming, you know, and I'm going to believe that God will move. I've got a battle plan. We've got to keep walking out the plan. We've got to keep stepping. Even with a game of chess, I think you can, like, move forward and then be bumped backwards. Any chess experts in the room? Okay, we're going to go with that. All right, you can move one bit, and maybe there's another move, and you're back again. But can you just keep swimming, just keep swimming? You know, God is faithful. God is able. God is the Lord of the breakthrough. Would you just keep swimming? You know, I heard a sermon a long, 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 long time ago that um, if all I do is come to church and sit in my chair, I'm going to become a really fat sheep. That was quite offensive at the time. Because, you know, like if I don't do anything, I'm just going to keep eating you know, and not much is going to happen. But as I was preparing this, I did a bit of research. And did you know that if sheep stay still in the same pasture, they actually like die? Because the land doesn't provide enough nutrients at that particular. So they've got to move. They've got to move. They've got to move. So we're sheep because we follow Christ, right? He has a shepherd. He pulls us in. And I want to say that as sheep, we've got to keep moving. Otherwise, we're just going to stay here and die. Not actually die, but, you know, become spiritually unwell. So we've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving. So what is it that God is, what can you do tomorrow to step closer to your promise? Not even your promise, but just what God is asking of you. By faith. By faith, Noah built the boat. By faith, I reckon Moses parted the Red Sea. By faith, Abraham did what he needed to do. By faith, Hannah moved to Dunedin. By faith, XYZ administered a university. By faith, by faith, what is it? By faith, I took a lady I worked with a coffee for every, every single day, by faith, believing that in my coffee, somehow, something would shift. Do you know, she's not a Christian yet, but she will still text me on the odd occasion and be like, Hannah, can you pray for me? This was like 10 years ago, but by faith, I turned up with my coffee. By faith, I said to her, you can do it. By faith, like it doesn't have to be like, right, I'm going to go save the world tomorrow. By faith, get out of bed at 5 a.m. and pray for your city. By faith, write someone a letter. By faith, talk about Jesus. By faith. 
Music team, can you jump up? Because I'm very aware of time and I don't want to rush. But, you know, God, we are here to make a mark on this city. Well, that's actually what I believe we're here to do. We're also here to run wonderful services and see people meet Jesus, but to make a mark on our city. And I want to be able to say at the end of the year that, yes, you know what? If Equipus wasn't here, Danita would miss us because we are little lights in the world, left, right, and center by faith, sharing the gospel, by faith, loving our neighbor, by faith, doing things that are gonna really impact the world. So um, I'd love you to stand with me if you could. And I would just love it if you could close your eyes, please, for a minute. And if you're comfortable, I'd love you to raise your hands. And I would love you just to say to God, okay, what is it? What is it that I can do tomorrow? God, I'm waking up. I want to get to the end of the year knowing, Lord, that I have stepped closer to what it is that you would have me do. The initiatives, the programs, the lives, Holy God all over this place. I pray you would just drop it into people's spirits, God. We don't wanna be a people that just warm seats, Lord. We wanna be a people who are impacting and loving our city. So by faith, God, what is it you would have us do? By faith, by faith with your Holy Spirit as our helper. What is it, mighty God? And all over this place we've been slumbering, God, I just declare right now we would wake up. We would wake up and we would commit to moving. We would wake up and we would realize the time is now. So over every son and daughter of yours, God, would you speak, would you breathe? And I declare testimonies that would come as we have stepped out by faith again and again and again. The time is now. Our main street will be known as salvation. Violence will be no more, Lord God. Peace will run our land. I thank you, Jesus. You know, every service we give an opportunity for those of um, you who don't know Jesus to make that decision. So that's where it all starts. You can't really go to God if you haven't said, okay, God, will you come and live in my heart? And so before we finish off or before we go out praising God or whatever it is you need to do, write down what it is you're gonna do this week. I just wanna give you an opportunity to say, okay, God, I would love to get to know you. I became a Christian 15 years ago and it's been the best decision I ever made. I'm fully convinced that if God hadn't saved me when he did, I would no longer be here. And if I have to live my life for the rest of it, praising God and hoping people would come to know Him, then that's what I'll do. But He's here tonight and He's knocking on your heart. He is for you. He loves you. He is crazy about you. And I don't want you to miss a moment. It's really simple. All you have to do is when we ask is you put your hand up. And that's just an acknowledgement of saying, okay, God, yeah, I, I need you. I need you. I did it in a church service just like this. And I have never, ever looked back. Jesus came to earth and died for us so we could live with Him and have eternal life. So I'm just gonna look from left to right and I'm gonna count to three. And if that's you and what you're saying is, I wanna become a Christian, I want Christ to live in my heart, all you need to do is raise your hand. So I'm just looking from left to right on one, two, three. Another thing I like to say is you can walk with Christ and then you chuck Him in the back seat and you take control yourself. This is an opportunity to get right 
and have him back in the steering place. So mighty God, I'm just looking and I declare your goodness and your mercy, Lord. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.